for the community. Inspire Radio. And we are returning and we are really fortunate this morning because this morning we have Professor Margot, Margot hello, I hope I'm saying that right, Margot, from the Children's Book Council of Australia in recognition of Book Week. We want to thank you so much for joining us this morning. It's a pleasure. Of course, it's afternoon here where I am in Melbourne. Oh, you're uh, in Melbourne, Margot. Yeah. It must be great for you guys now that restrictions have been lifted a little bit and you're getting a bit more freedom again. Yes, it is. Oh, that it is. Absolutely great. So you do some great stuff at the Children's Book Council of Australia. You're a prof- uh, an actual professor. So what is actually your role there? Well, I chair the board of, um, of the Children's Book Council. Awesome. So what does that actually entail? What, what do you have to do? Well, that means, uh, you know, chairing the meetings, but also overseeing, um, you know, I chair the um, judging meetings and uh, just generally overseeing the the the, um, the whole running of the, the Book Council nationally. The uh, CBCA has been going since uh, just after the Second World War um, and there are branches in every state and territory across Australia, but uh, um, there's also a national board which runs the awards, for example. And so what's the most, most exciting thing about your role with the Children's Book Council of Australia? Um, it's seeing the creativity amongst Australian uh, authors and illustrators. Uh, we're, we're just astonishingly good in this country at producing literature for, for young people. Um, and each year with the awards, we see new new creators coming up, which is really exciting. And um, the strength of the publishing industry in this country is also wonderful. There were high, 517 entries into the um, CBCA Book of the Year Awards this year, which is fantastic. So your theme this year is Curious Creatures, Wild Minds. What's the, what's the basis behind that? Who came up with that theme? Well, the way we organise the theme is to ask all the branches um, and they in turn ask their members for ideas for the theme for Children's Book Week. And um, we came, they come up with some wild, <laughs> some wild <laughs> ideas. Um, and then we, then we take a vote um, on the one that uh, people think will work best. And this one, uh, people felt would work really well with um, encouraging children to think about, um, well, to be curious, to, to have a sense of wonder, um, but also to think about the natural world and to think about ways they could be creative in celebrating the CBCA um, Book Week. And they certainly have been doing that in all sorts of ways across the country. And so I'm, I'm guessing some of the base, like some of the bases and the thought behind that might be like the, the book Where the Wild Things Are? Um, well, no, not necessarily, because of course that's not, that's not Australian. Oh, okay. And we don't. We don't link the um, the theme to any particular book, Scabby. Yep. Each year it, it changes, and then it's really a focus for the way um, schools and libraries and so on can celebrate CBCA Book Week. Mm. And so they'll, you know, they'll be sorry, they'll be decorating their their classrooms with 
creative, curious creatures, for example. And so what do you guys do to contribute to Book Week? Do you guys do anything with the schools um, locally or nationally? Well, the CBCA Book Week is is um, is the Children's Book Council Book Week. We don't specifically do anything in schools, but, but schools and, and libraries do follow that theme um, and have done uh, for years and years. We do produce a lot of merchandise for um, schools and libraries to use during uh, CBCA Book Week posters and um, uh, pins and badges and bookmarks and pens and so on, which are a way of, of celebrating that theme each year. So that, that material will change each year. We also have produced um, things like colouring in sheets for, for schools to use and all those kinds of things, but they're not for specific schools. They're for everybody to to use. And so what was the inspiration behind creating Book Week? Well, it started, as I said, just after the Second World War, and it it was a way of encouraging reading after the long and bleak time of the Second World War to encourage um, the, the industry to get back on its feet and to encourage um, the creators uh, of children's literature in Australia to get back into into that important um, swing. And so your logo is is really quite recognisable. I think it's something that I remember seeing as a child um, and that was a long time ago now. Um, And I'm wondering, though, how important is that children are still reading books? Oh, it's hugely important. And and we know that... um, during um, lockdown, during our whole COVID lockdown, that children and reading, reading more. Um, and your listeners might be interested, Gabby, too, in on the website, on the CBCA website, there is a video awards announcement of the um, CBCA Book of the Year Awards. Of course, this year we couldn't be together as we would normally do it as a, a live event. But um, it's had over 3,000 views and it's a wonderful celebration of that creativity and they'll see some of their favourite authors on there, authors and illustrators, and and lots of children talking about what reading has meant to them, particularly during COVID. Yeah, especially with distance learning as well. Um, I know with my daughters, they didn't quite get the, the, the part, you know, the paperback, but they did do online reading and there is a lot of online reading now. Are you guys um, supportive of online reading and uh, audio books? Yeah, look, anything that, that celebrates creativity, yes. I mean, for me, it's nothing quite like holding an actual physical book in your hand, but... Um, but lots of people like to read, um, you know, on a on a device of some sort. So that's absolutely fine as long as they're reading it, as far as I'm concerned. I'd be interested to have a little bit more of a chat to you in a minute. We're just going to go to a song, but I'm a little bit interested to chat to you about children um, with anxiety and reading. And if you've seen that children with anxiety, if there's any link to it being decreased when they're reading. So maybe we can have a bit more of a chat about that when we come back. And Margot, I just wanted to ask you for the next break, did you have any song requests that we could play for you? 
golly, no, I haven't thought about that at all, Gabby. Sorry. <laughs> oh, this is Ria. But if if you want to have a think about that in the break, and then the next time we can okay. see what we can do for you, <laughs> we'll, we'll okay. for, I'll do a little you too, and I'll, we'll be back shortly. Okay. Thanks. For the community, Inspire Radio. And we are talking to Margot Hillel from the Children's Book Council of Australia. Can you hear us there, Margot? I can. Thank you, Gabby. Oh, Hi, this is Ria. Ria. Sorry. So I'll just introduce myself. So I'm Ria. I'm Gabby's co-host and we do the Keep It Real show together. Ah, sorry. That's, yeah, okay. No, that's okay. That's why you're getting so many questions coming at you. <laughs> you're probably like, geez, Gabby's got a lot of questions. <laughs> so um, just wanted to ask you about um, empathy, you know, with re- regards to children and um, how does how does reading open up? Um, opportunities for empathy in children um, with regards to obviously one another being more kind and respectful and also other cultures? Well, one of the things I always think is a rather nice quote is um, Anne Fine, the English author, has one of her characters say in a book called uh, Goggle Eyes, the the character says, uh, we read to know we're not alone. And I think that's really quite important. I mean, the quote that probably originally comes from C.S. Lewis, but it's quite important because it means that children can um, engage with the characters. They can put themselves in the uh, shoes of the of the character in a book, um, but also think about, well, this character might have the same sort of problems as, as I have. I'm not the only person in the world with... Uh, whatever the problem might be. And so they understand themselves better and that also helps them understand others around them better. Um, when when different sorts of characters are um, portrayed in books too, that also gives children um, an understanding of, of that and different cultures. Um, they, and books also provide in a, a slightly different way an escape and... Um, and a sense of adventure, which can often give children a, a resilience, um, which is really important too. And speaking and then, of C.S. Lewis as well, I do apologise for interrupting you there. I do. Okay. I, I am aware. I'm pretty sure that C.S. Lewis wrote The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah, so I remember um, reading the stories and watching the, the movies in, in um, my own, obviously, schooling and just the... I mean, that definitely teaches resilience in itself, you know, the line coming back and it's it's quite similar to... Obviously, we know C.S. Lewis was also um, Christian, um, but it, it's quite a similar story to, you know, just coming back from something that seems like it's so far gone that you just can't really imagine but obviously the the lion passes away on that table and he's resurrected and I just found that so inspiring even as a young child to be able to see someone come back from the brink of pretty much death and it just does really inspire you to understand that you can get through anything especially at such a young age um I feel that that quote that you said is just so powerful. We need to we we read to know that we're not alone, and we do where we're from in Rockingham. I grew up here myself, and it's quite a low socioeconomic area. So I think I read to my daughter all the time. It's very important. But then thinking back to I've had a lot of um, childhood abuse and that sort of thing. I'm quite open about it, but definitely stories helped me get through that and having that kind of imagination. So how do you think that we can, as parents in and and as teachers um, during book week, how can we 
encourage our children to make sure that they are keeping that sort of um, fairy tale sort of thing alive for themselves and, and they're believing in something to know that they can get through? One of the really important things is something you've just that you just touched on, and that's the sharing. So sharing and discussing a story is a really important way of getting that sort of understanding. Um, you know, even with small children saying, you know, how do you think whatever character it might be felt about that? You know, without without kind of labouring it, but sharing a, sharing a story is really important, and that's one of the things that happens a lot in schools, but it's also very important if parents can do that. I always say that um, just a bit like you've just suggested too, that, that children will remember the, the warm, cosy times of, of somebody reading to them when they won't necessarily remember whether you swept the kitchen floor that day. Um, and I you know, apologise to any um, people who think it's really important to sweep the floor every day, but... But that sort of building up of that that memory and that way of engaging with a character is is really important. And, and children often love to talk about the stories they've they've read um, right across the age groups too. Mm. And so they, you know, talking about it also helps them understand the world around them too. That's right. It invokes conversation. So. Um, that's something, yeah, that, there's something that my daughters are doing at school and it was something we did a bit of homeschooling with, or sorry, distance learning with and um, it was making sure that, that when they were reading a story, they weren't just reading the words on the paper, they were actually putting themselves in the story. So they were having to you actually build an imagination and, and involve themselves in the story. How important is that to kids to be involved in a story, to have that imagination, especially in a time such as COVID? Well, very important. And, and one of the great things, of course, about literature is that it does support creativity in all sorts of ways. And children will often react in different ways. They might want to write their own story. They might make up a story, you know, orally. They might want to draw. But, but even if they don't do that um, kind of concrete thing, it does allow them to to imagine and to develop their imagination. And that, that is a, a really important part of it. And I think most people, if you ask them, could remember a story that um, had a particular effect on them. And one of the things I love about a really good book is after you close the, you know, the last page, the story lives on with you. Mm. And, and I'm sure you've got books that you could feel that about too especially when I was a teenager. <laughs> um, I, yes. found, I found there was a lot of stories when I was a teenager that I still remember now. And I don't know if it's because it was a coming of age thing, um, but reading certain, I suppose, teen novels and things like that, it was, a, it was a relation thing more for me. It was being relatable in those situations. And there was things in books yes. that I could read about or I could involve myself in the things that maybe I might not have been comfortable in a way talking to an adult about. And just yeah, off, off the back exactly. of that as well, sorry, this is Ria. Um, I just wanted to ask you as well, do you think that stories can give children something they're lacking in their life, something that they, they feel they might need emotionally? So, for example, let's say if they don't have a parent around or or someone has passed away, do you think that maybe some sort of character in a, in a story could provide some sort of, I guess, emotional cushioning around that and, and provide them with some sort of a role model in a character that they could look look up to in a way? Yes, I think a lot of a lot of young people find that 
Um, and uh, if, if uh, I mentioned earlier the um, the award video, and there are a couple of young readers who talk about just that in in their reactions to reading, that they finally realise that no, they're not the they're not the only ones with this this problem, um, they can almost talk to the character in the book um, and, uh, and understand what they're going through too and realise that they're not the only ones um, and gives them a kind of resilience, I think, then to, to move forward. And could you tell us a little bit more about the CBCA Awards? There are six categories, um, older readers, younger readers, uh, early childhood, picture book, uh, new illustrator and one we call the Eve Powell Award, which is for information books. And they were announced, the winners of those were announced last Friday. And what was it, how would they, how did they have to go about actually entering that or becoming a nominated for something like that? Well, the publishers enter the books or uh, if, it, if it's a self-published book, the author then enters. There were 517 entries. Um, this year, which is a which is a record, and um, they're judged in those separate categories of the judging panel for each category, and they have a short list which came out earlier in the year. Then the winner and honour books are announced as they were last Friday. Absolutely amazing, and well done to all the winners. That's really cool. Um, will you be running these awards again next year? Oh, yes, yes, yes. We've been running them since 1946. Oh, there you go. So we can put the links up on the page for anybody that would like to get involved or maybe enter into that, these awards. Yep, yep, yep. Well, that would be good. And while I, before, so I'm going to finish off now, but I was I wanted to know, how are you finding now with the changes? I noticed Book Week at my at my children's school is quite, it's it's quite an event. We have a parade. The kids get dressed up. Um, I know there was at one point they were doing awards for the best dressed and it was, it was really good it was a lot of fun um how are you finding parents embracing book week now oh no those, those things are still happening not in the same way but we do know of schools who are having um a book week parade just perhaps with a grade rather than the whole school um and they're doing other things to celebrate uh, cbca book week like having um shadow judging so the children in in the classroom will judge a category and decide who they think would have been the winner and uh, or should have been the winner, perhaps even some of them, and, um, you know, having decorating their classrooms to fit with that theme of Europe Creatures, Wild Minds, um, mm. decorating classroom doors with, with drawings that they've made along the scene. So things are certainly happening. Yes, yes, exactly. And there's a lot of parents out there that just love it. I know you get on Facebook. You can always tell when it's book week at school because the parents on Facebook, there's just photos of kids all dressed up, having a great time. And it seems like it it gets mum or dad or grandma or grandpa or whatever, they all get involved together and they they build these costumes together. And it really brings people together. You know, and and, and I mean, like my daughter last year, she went as Puss in Boots. <laughs> and it was just, oh, it was great fun. It was great, and and just to see her walking around with her little tail, and she had a hat with her little feather sticking out, and um, we still talk about it. So it's it's great. It brings families together, and it gets the schools yeah. involved in a community. And what you guys mm. are doing there at the Children's Book Council is absolutely amazing. So we want to thank you so much for all your work, and and thank you for bringing books back to kids. It's it's really important. 
It is. Thank you for your interest. Thank you. And thank you so much. And all the best to this week with Book Week. Thank you. And thank, thank you for, you for so giving much. us some insights into, you know, the way that this can impact children on a sort of mentally healthy level as well. Those insights are amazing and I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thank Thanks you so, so much, much Margo. Bye. Bye. For the community, Inspire Radio.